Welcome to the Digital Dilemma Podcast, Episode 4. You're listening to The Digital Dilemma, serving up a healthy dose of the latest news and insights on all things social media and digital tech with your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome once again, my friends. How are you? Good to have you back on The Digital Dilemma. This is episode four. My name is Wayne Denner and the idea is simple. Each week we take a look at the latest smartphone apps, technology gadgets and the latest news from the world of social media. Don't forget if you've got any questions or topics you think we should cover on The Digital Dilemma, please do drop me a tweet to at Wayne Denner or send me an email to hello at wayndenner.com. This week has been pretty massive for me as my new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, is now available to buy. You can pick up your copy from only $9.95 from my website, wayndenner.com. This book is an essential read for all teens who use the internet and social media, and it also has practical tips and advice for parents and teachers on many of the smartphone apps which teens and young people are using today. On this week's show, we're taking a look at Instagram. Actually, with news just out this week, that the image-based smartphone app has overtaken Twitter with 300 million monthly users. Wow, that's a massive 300 million users engaging with the app every month, creating even more content which is contributing towards their digital tattoo. Now, as an Instagram user myself, I really like the platform. Instagram is one of the apps that I find many teens are using on a regular basis. But it's not just teens. I recently spoke to one parent of a seven-year-old who uses Instagram. Granted, it's on the parent's phone, but nevertheless, it's being accessed. So what is Instagram? Instagram is a photo and video sharing app which is popular among teens. It is used to capture moments, which are pictures, which allow you to apply filters to the image. Many teens use it to carry on conversations, forming from comments to captions to hashtags and links. Instagram is massive and one of the preferred social media apps for teens due to how quickly it is to communicate via photo. Instagram is available for iPhone, iPad, iPod and Android devices. You can take a picture or up to 15 seconds of video and you can then customize your media with filters and other enhancement tools. You can add a caption and for video you can choose a cover or a frame to represent it. Once you've taken your image and applied your filter, you can then post it to your Instagram feed with a comment and appropriate hashtags. You also have the option of sharing it across Facebook and Twitter and other social media services. Now, one of the questions which I always get asked is, why do teens love Instagram? It's simple, really. Instagram is not that much different to some of the other apps which we have spoke about recently on The Digital Dilemma. Teens today love media sharing and socializing via their smartphone device. With Instagram, they can share pictures which their friends can see in a simple eye-catching way. Now, with other apps, we've spoke about on the show the age set to use Instagram is 13 but we've already heard of a seven-year-old using Instagram on their parents phone so as parents we have to assume our children might just be using Instagram before 13 again there is no age verification element within the app with Instagram being mainly about photos and videos one of the most important things for parents to be aware of is that their child understands the creation of appropriate content children need to understand and be aware that inappropriate photos or video can hurt a child's reputation or attract the wrong kind of attention. As parents, we need to teach our children to manage these risks 
which they will come across when using social media in the digital world which they are growing up in. Instagram does offer privacy settings in which a user can choose to have their profile public, which means anyone can follow them, or they can have it private, which means they have to approve users wishing to follow them on Instagram. So some advice I would give parents if they have children using Instagram or looking to join the service. Think about the content which you create. Would you be happy with your employer seeing this image or video in a few years time? Respect other users' privacy. Be careful about tagging other people in images without their consent. Think about your location sharing. The images that you upload to Instagram can be added to the photo map. This gives you the option of adding where the picture was taken. Remember, this can also be turned off. Sharing beyond Instagram, for example, on Facebook or Twitter. Other people who are friends with you on these platforms might be able to see your images if you don't have the correct privacy settings in place. Remember that your Instagram photos and videos can turn up absolutely anywhere. As with other smartphone apps, it's important to remember that anything digital can be copied and shared by others. Now the next app which we're going to take a look at on this week's Digital Dilemma podcast is Tinder. Now you might be thinking to yourself, Tinder, where have I heard of that before? Oh yeah, that's the smartphone dating app. Well, internet security firm McAfee polled 2,000 children and 2,000 adults with at least one child aged under 18 in the UK before anti-bullying week in November and compared the findings with a similar study carried out last year. Now, some of the outcomes of this poll are very interesting and perhaps will raise some eyebrows among us parents. Around one in six, 17% of the youngsters polled reported using Tinder every day with almost half of those 46% aged 15 and under, according to the McAfee poll. The poll also revealed that more than a third, 37% of children polled, reported spending up to 10 hours a day using Snapchat. Now, as a parent myself, I find this very worrying that 1% of the parents admitted helping set up Tinder profiles for their children, while nearly 1 in 10, 9%, gave them a hand in joining Snapchat. So what is Tinder? Basically, Tinder is a dating app which uses GPS technology where users can set Pacific radius and they will have the option to match with anyone within that distance. As of April 2014, Tinder was rumoured to have more than 10 million active daily users. To some, Tinder is known as the hookup app and is most certainly not suitable for younger social media users. Tinder relies on users having a Facebook profile for it to work by using the Facebook information to create your profile on Tinder. A Tinder profile is made up of your first name, age, photos of your choice, and any pages which you have liked on Facebook. Tinder then finds you any potential matches near you, and you can narrow it down by searching by age and distance. Tinder has also introduced Moments, a kind of Snapchat option where you can send your Tinder match a disappearing image which will expire after 24 hours. According to online security firm Somatic, Tinder is suffering an influx of spam bots and fake profiles. The report suggests that adult webcam spammers continue to operate on Tinder. Bots that engage people in conversations and then try and persuade them to click on links to webcam sites. As with other smartphone apps that we've mentioned on the show, it is important as parents that we have regular conversations about online safety. Not just a one-off conversation, but we have regular conversations with our teens about how to be safe online. One of the main aims of this podcast show is to keep parents up to date with the technology and the smartphone apps that their teens are using. If you come across an app on your teen's phone that you're not sure of what it is, find out how they're using this app. 
find out who their friends are on the app. If they don't know these people in the real world, encourage them to disconnect with them, to only connect and share information with people that they know in the real world. Each week on the show, we aim to cover one or two new smartphone apps which teens are using. So if there's an app out there that you think we need to cover, please do drop me a tweet to at Wayne Denner or send me an email to hello at wayandenner.com. I would love to hear from you. So let's take a quick look at what's been happening in the world of social media with my quick rundown of this week's social media news. And kicking off this week's news with Instagram hits 300 million monthly users to overtake Twitter. It's plans to introduce verified badges. Instagram has seen steady growth over the past few years. And to put it in context, there is now 70 million photos shared each day. As TechCrunch pointed out, between Facebook's 1.35 billion, Messenger's 500 million and WhatsApp's 600 million users, Facebook has developed a jaw-dropping mobile footprint. And Facebook scrapped Bing and to introduce its own search tool. Not surprisingly, but according to Reuters, the report says that the new search tool will give users the ability to filter through old comments and information from friends. It's not an unusual uh, move for Facebook to be entering the world of search, given the amount of time users spend on the platform and the volume of information which it has access to. And heading back over to the world of dating apps again, Tinder now has a competitor. Hinge, which currently operates in 28 cities in the United States, has just raised 12 million in Series A funding. What is Hinge, I hear you say? Well, it's an app for iOS and Android devices. Kind of looks like Tinder, but rather than just show you anyone in your age range, Hinge only matches you with friends of friends. It's romance graph algorithm thinks you'll get along with. You can still swipe right or left depending on if you think someone's cute, but Hinge wants to find you mates where the attraction is more than skin deep. Seems like everyone is going crazy for swipeable dating apps these days. And our final piece in the news roundup, this week, uh, according to an article in VentureBeat, WhatsApp might be working away on a desktop version of its popular messaging platform. Information is limited at the moment, but the Facebook-owned messaging service might have plans in the future to roll out a desktop version. We will, of course, keep you posted on this and other news in the world of social media. And that about wraps us up for another week of the Digital Dilemma podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please do share the podcast with your friends and family and anybody who you think might be interested. Don't forget we're back next week with another podcast. If you've got any ideas or suggestions or topics you'd like to, us to cover on the show, please do drop me a tweet to at Wayne Denner or send me an email to hello at waynedenner.com. Thanks once again for listening and I'll see you next week on the Digital Dilemma. This episode is over, but thanks for listening. Check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com. And follow him on Twitter, at Wayne Denner. We'll see you next time on The, the Digital, Digital Dilemma, Dilemma with Wayne, Wayne Denner. Denner.